What up, though? It's your man Tark. Aha. Back for another episode of Wild Out with Tark, the most unapologetic podcast in the game. I'm excited about today's episode. I am super, super excited. This is my first sponsored podcast. Yes, I am actually getting paid to talk shit now. Thank God for that. So I want to shout out to uh, my sponsor real quick, Teresa Brooks, for sponsoring this episode. Teresa Brooks at T Nails Nail Salon, located in Taylor, Michigan, 23600 Eureka Road off Telegraph Suite 24. You can book appointments at T Nails, that's T N A I L. ZZ.square.site or call 313-742-9270. Shop hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Once again, that's T-Nails Nail Salon in Taylor, Michigan. Shout out to you, Teresa. Thank you, baby girl. Yeah, now that we uh, paid the bills, I always wanted to say that. <laughs> now that we paid the bills, <laughs> uh, I have a guest here in the studio. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Tamika. I'm from Detroit Alchemy. I am the owner of an online spiritual shop. Um, yeah, Detroit Alchemy. I'm here to ask you some tough questions today. Oh, so you're going to interview me today? Yeah. Okay. I've interviewed a couple of people on the show, and today is my payback, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's jump right into it. So I'm looking at these topics now, right? I'm like... I don't really like them. Like, these are from over a month ago. <laughs> Different things have happened, but we're going to go with it, right? Okay. So, the first one is, um, d I don't know. I feel like sometimes you're kind of hard on black women. Like, you give us a tough time, right? Okay. You, you think so? No. No? No, not at all. All right. Am I the first person to tell you that? Uh yeah, you're the first one. You're 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 the first one to like say it like you're hard on black women. But I know people who might who might feel that way, <laughs> you know. But I I think it's just due to your perspective, right? So it's not that I'm tough on black women. It's that I don't give a damn about any other kind of woman. So I don't care what Chinese women are doing, Caucasian women, Arab women. I don't give a fuck about their lives. So I don't comment on it, right? I. I'm in love with black women. I have black daughters. I got a black mother. I got black sisters. So I care about black people issues. My issues are never gender first. Everything about me is black first. Everything. So if you want to know where I stand on any issue, I stand with black people first. Before I stand with men, women, gay, straight, Democrat, Republican, where the niggas at? I'm on that side. And that's where my thought process goes. But the reason black women might feel that I'm hard on them it's because uh, not a lot of people have been telling y'all the truth, y'all lies. They've been catering to your egos and your feelings and trying not to hurt you, right? So when you lived that sheltered existence and then you come across a guy like me who don't really give a fuck about how you feel, I'm just going to tell you the truth. So I'm on the side of truth. And black women don't be wanting to hear the truth a lot. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, bitches don't be living in reality. 
you you told me that on our first show. You told me like I'm so far from reality. Yeah. Still, yeah. still today. Uh, I mean, you know, not not as far, but yeah, you 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 still yeah. But I, I was I, two I, last time. I don't. I was eight. I don't. I don't think a woman. I don't think any woman can be totally in reality. I don't think that's possible. So it's like the minimum you could be is like a four out of touch with reality. That's the minimum any woman could be, and that's like marriage material. That's like the most sanest chick on the planet. Four. Yeah. Out of ten. Yes. Every woman is at least a, a four delusional. Every woman. On what levels? What like? Give me some examples of of our levels of delusion what are we how are we delusional what are we doing you believe things about yourself in the world that just aren't true like you're not gonna find any woman on the planet that will say i'm a bad mother but we know bad mothers exist we know that for a fact there are bad mothers have you ever met a woman who said she's a bad mother no but that doesn't mean oh, that she oh, hold on, hold on. you asked me a question you asked me to give you some examples and I'm, I'm about to give you some examples right so, have you ever seen a woman who wasn't doing shit or didn't have anything going for herself but thought that she deserved the world? She she deserved the best nigga. She deserved the best relationship, the best situation, the best. But for what? Because you were born? Because you have a vagina? That's a, that's a delusion. I'm not going to I'm going to be the very basic that I can be, but I want the most. That's called delusional. That's the definition of delusion. Okay. Thanks for your examples. You're welcome. But whatever. Because <laughs> there's definitely some moms out there who know they fucked up and have admitted that before. For sure. I, I've never heard a woman walking this planet say, I'm a bad mother. Maybe not I ain't, bad I ain't, mother. See, right. But, but see, that, that's, 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 what I, that's the question, though. Not, oh, I could have did this a little bit. No, bitch, you ain't shit as a parent. You shitted these little niggas out and didn't give a fuck about them or their well-being, and you know that, but you won't admit that. Sheesh. You know, you got niggas about shit. I ain't seen my kids in five years. You ain't shit father, nigga. And he know that. Yeah, I, I don't fuck with them niggas. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Niggas will come out and say, you know what I'm saying? Like, more than any woman I know. That's just the point that I make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, we already talked about why you're so hard on women. Even though you you say you're not hard on women, you just tell us the truth, and we like to be coddled, so mm-hmm. we don't really pay attention to the truth. All right, so switching switching subjects. Stop yelling at me. Switching subjects. Um, so another topic that we had listed down was: Do women lead men to cheat? Like, is there? Can you? Can I lead a man to cheat? Like, um. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. A woman can lead you to cheat, right? So a a guy can go into a, and 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 you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be very you know general right here, right? So uh, a guy will go into a new relationship with all intents and purposes on being the best guy that he can be, right? I'm I, I met this girl. This girl is great. We get along great. We have good chemistry. I'm gonna be the best that I can be, right? But what'll happen is. Uh, along the lines of in the course of that relationship, she may show that man that she's no longer or was never deserving of the best that he can be. You know what I mean? So I'm pulling out all the stops in the relationship to try to make you happy, but you're not doing the same for me. 
So if that's the case, yeah, a nigga might dip out. You know what I'm saying? If 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 I'm feel like I'm the only one on the boat paddling, then you know, the fuck I need you for, type shit. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's okay. That's that's what's up. I guess that we can lead y'all to cheat in some ways if we're not holding up our portion of the bargain. Mm-hmm. But why do men cheat instead of leaving? Uh, and it, this is this is a, a funny question, right? So why cheat instead of leave? Because I love you, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to be without you. You know what I mean? Type shit or everything ain't worth me leaving. You know what I'm saying? Because you you have to understand that men oftentimes cheat without feelings. So it, for me, it's just said, I don't want to be with this bitch over here. I'll just bust it down because my girl tripping. You know what I'm saying? That, but And from my understanding or, or from my own psychology, I, don't, I just don't believe that women do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or as often. You know what I'm saying? I, I have, a, I have a, a point of view that I believe that women cheat with niggas that they care, that they like or once cared about. Either you like this motherfucker now or you fucked him before and you care, about, you, you, you know what I'm saying, you had feelings for this nigga before and you just know he got good dick so you'll go back, you'll double back, right? But you're not going to risk cheating with a nigga you don't like or a nigga you never cared about. I just don't think that happens. But a man will. I don't got to like this bitch to fuck her and I never cared about her and I will fuck the big booty bitch at Coney with the leggings and the Air Max on. You know what I'm saying? All because my girl pissed me off today. Like that that that's a thing. Men are that carnal. Dumb. Yeah, for lack of a better word. <laughs> All right. Um so in what ways do women sabotage their happiness in relationships? Uh that shit, that's a lot. These these are some really good questions. But it happens a lot, you know, and it happen, you know, it, it takes many different forms, but a lot of women too many, I won't say a lot, but too many women are used to bad relationships. Like, a lot of women, especially in, in, in my age range, you know what I'm saying, women who were, you know, grew up in the 80s and 90s, have never seen a successful relationship. They don't know what that looks like. So they don't know what happiness and healthy looks like. All they know is toxicity and chaos. They're used to trauma. So when you're used to trauma and you see something that's not traumatic... It's not toxic. It's unrecognizable. Oh, he a bitch-ass nigga. No, he just ain't about to argue with your stupid ass because that's what you're used to. Oh, he don't really give a fuck about me. No, I'm just not showing you in a traumatic or hurtful way that I care about you. I care, but I'm not going to show you in that destructive way. So some women are just trauma-driven, and they're, they're used to trauma, and they don't recognize the good. And other women just don't know how to fucking be happy. You don't know how to shut the fuck up, and I'm having a great day. Nothing is wrong. Let me not fuck this up. And it's I believe that it's the way that men and women approach relationships is what is the disconnect, right? So as a man, I'm approaching my relationship with, I don't want to piss her off. I don't want to do anything to make this motherfucker mad. I don't want to do the wrong thing. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Bitches don't approach relationships like that. They don't give a fuck about pissing you off. It's I'm going to do what the fuck I feel, and I'm going to say what the fuck I feel, because how I'm feeling right now means more to me than the peace of this relationship. 
And that's a very selfish and destructive perspective to have. And you're dealing with another person. That's saying my feelings matter more than our feelings. My feelings matter more than this fucking relationship. And that's that's sabotage right there because men just don't do it. Typically, men don't just come in starting shit. We'll shut the fuck up and walk around. She done burnt the motherfucking food. She done cooked some shit that I ain't like. You know what I'm saying? Let me shut the fuck up because I don't want to start no shit. I don't want I don't want no smoke. So I'm going to just shut the fuck up and eat this shit. Or I'm going to just make me some noodles tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do things to keep the peace. But women, nigga, you, da 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 Every fucking thing has to be said in every moment. And that's just not a smart way to be in any relationship. Good answers. Good answers. So what role has the term happy wife, happy life played in relationships when it comes to black men and women? It made black women not work right so if if the if the idiom is you know a uh, happy wife happy life that means do everything to make her happy she don't got to do shit and that means that you being happy is predicated upon her being happy well that's unfair from the start you know what i mean so my happiness don't matter until you happy why ain't you already happy why are you getting with me and you're not happy? Because I was happy when I got here. You know what I mean? So it's 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 destructive in two two very distinct ways. One, uh, you're not going to do shit for me until I do for you. And two, it's all about you. You're the only one in this situation that matters. And that's, you know, that's that's an inequitable relationship and that's definitely going to if, I, if I'm just doing all the work, I'm doing all the heavy lifting, and you're just sitting there looking cute, well, guess what? Bitches like me, too. You know what I'm saying? Just like you think a motherfucker wants you. It's a bitch over here dying to be with me. And she want to do some of this heavy lifting. So what the fuck do I need your cute trophy ass for? You know what I'm saying? I want to find a motherfucker that's going to get in the mud with me. You know what I'm saying? Not, oh, happy wife. Happy life. No, nigga, let's work to make sure both of us are happy. Why isn't that the energy? Okay. Do you believe that that's the energy? Or do you believe that that should be the energy? Or you believe happy wife, happy life? Um, It's different now, especially maybe only because I have a son, right? So I'm thinking now in terms of, like, what do I want my son to have? What type of woman do I want my son to be with? I don't, I don't want him just you know, doing everything, killing himself, and she's sitting, chilling, not doing shit, you know, to assist him. So definitely now it it shouldn't be happy wife, happy life. It should be on some teamwork type shit. And it took you having a son to realize that? No, it took me different levels of it, yeah. It it was on a different level once, yes. I started thinking about what type of person I wanted my son to be with, yes. So whatever. It took that, but it happened. <laughs> I'm just saying, so that, that just let me know that you, like, fucked up all your relationships before him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, you know, if you didn't have this epiphany until him, that means you owe them other niggas an apology. And not, no, not that I didn't want to do anything, but... You were the star of the show. <laughs> and that's fucked up. You the main character, like... Yeah. Damn, that's bad. Yeah. You, you live and you learn. Hopefully. Here you fucking go. 
All right. So what do black men need from us? How can we be better partners to you? Uh, this is a, you know, this is every nigga specific. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not the spokesman for every man. I don't know what every man needs. But in a world and in a time when we're fucking public enemy number one, we just need to not fight you, too. I'm fighting so much other shit every fucking day. You know, we're fighting so much other shit. Every, and this isn't, you know, oh, no, woe is me type shit. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm a man born in this motherfucking country, and I got to deal with what the fuck I got to deal with. But I need a helpmate, right? So, and I'm going I'm to go biblical for a second. Uh, when Adam was uh, in, in Eden alone... God didn't create Eve to make him happy. God didn't create Eve to bring him peace. No, God created Eve to struggle with him. This is your help mate. I'm going to help you through the bullshit because some bullshit is coming. And I'm here to help you through that. I'm not here to add more. I'm not here to jump on your back to, you know, add to the shit you already dealing with. No, nigga, I'm here to help you carry this load. It's us against the world type shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the fuck we need. So whatever your nigga is or whoever he is, you have to jump into his life and be him specific. This man needs this. This man needs that. But if you want that man, you have to jump in and help lighten that man's load. However you got to do it. And that's what we need. We need a motherfucker that's going to help make our days easier and not add to the bullshit that we are already dealing with. If you can do those two things, I, I'll be the happiest nigga in the world. The happiest nigga in the world. I don't ask for much. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, make me something to eat, have sex with me, and don't give me no unnecessary dumb shit. Because I got life is going to give me enough fucking problems. I don't, go, I don't go out looking for problems. That's why I be in this motherfucking house. I don't go out looking for problems. Life is going to throw me enough of them bitches. I don't need nobody coming in, adding to some shit. Like, I ain't already dealing with enough. All right, so you give women a hard time, right? But you got four baby mamas. Could women look at you and say, like, he just an ain't shit ass nigga? Uh, again, I don't think I give women a hard time. But we'll we'll just go with that narrative, right? We'll just say that that is. I, I give women a hard time. And, all right, boom, you got four baby mamas, right? So I got three baby mamas and ex-wife, actually. Okay. So we'll, so those are relationships that didn't work. You know what I'm saying? So just because I'm 20, we get together and have a kid, doesn't mean that you're the person that I'm supposed to be with for the rest of my life. Just because I'm 26, we get together and have a kid, doesn't mean that you're the person I'm supposed to be with the rest of my life. Right. So that's just like saying if a person has zero kids but been in 10 relationships, are they ain't shit? Was I supposed to stay just for the kid? Even so, regardless of the person that you are, you might be a horrible woman or may not just be the woman that I need. But I got to stay with you because of the kid. No, that's that's not what we're doing. We're not doing that at all. Like, I'm not going to no. Hell no. And, And I stayed in a relationship for a long way longer than I should have because of the children right so I'm like nah I didn't grow up with both of my parents in the house so I'm gonna thug this shit out 
you know what I'm saying, really telling myself that my happiness isn't important. I don't fuck it, you know what I'm saying? If they grow up with two parents in the house, that's better than me being happy, quote unquote. Then I was like, fuck that. I'm way too fucking young for this to be the rest of my life. I don't believe that I'm that horrible of a person that I don't deserve any happiness. And then I had to realize that shit, the rest of my kids ain't got two parents in the the home, so what's so special about these two? And I got the fuck on. All right. Um, so shifting, shifting gears here, what is so special about black love to you? Because even though I, I, I say that you give women a hard time, you do go hard for black love and, you know, black women as well. I mean, black people are special. And, you know, I just want us to realize exactly how special we are. You know what I mean? And so black love is special because black people are special. So just imagine how fucking dope we could be together if we were on the same fucking page, if I didn't have to log on and see black men tearing down black women, if I didn't have to log on and see black women tearing down black men, all niggas ain't shit, all these bitches just want some money. And just imagine if that wasn't the energy. If if, If all of that dumb shit that goes on between young black men and young black women wasn't fucking happening and we was actually trying to come together and build some shit. So I'm more of a idealist in this sense because I know what we can be. I'm looking at what we are, but I know what we can be because I know where we come from. So that's why black love is special. Like two black people getting together, raising black children is the most revolutionary act a motherfucker could do. And to have them grow up with knowledge of self and to love other black people that's that's the most beautiful thing anyone can do. Okay. I did a Google search for what men look for in a wife. And to my surprise, surprise, none of the things that we were taught growing up are on that list. What are things that you look for in a wife? Uh, it, But see, th- this is the problem, though, right? Mm-hmm. So... You did the Google search, and you realized you weren't taught none of the shit that was on the list. But every bitch running around thinking she it. Every bitch is running around thinking that she got all the answers, Sway. I'm it. I'm a fucking seven. I got some college credits, and I make $18 an hour. I'm it. No, bitch, listen. It's one of you on every street in America. You're not going to go to any street in fucking Atlanta, Compton, New York, L.A., it don't matter. Detroit, Philly, Chicago, any street, you're going to find a fucking seven with a little bit of ass, a couple of college credits that make $18 an hour. You're not special. Your degree does not make you special. How much money you make, I make sixty, eighty, $70,000 a year. That shit don't make you special. Because on the one hand, you're going to try to tell a man how much you make a year, like you bringing some shit to the table. But then on the other hand, you're going to say, I'm not splitting no bills. So what the fuck? Does your money matter? Like, what? Like why is that important? Why are you trying to use that as a selling point for yourself when you don't want to split no bills? No, nigga, you got to pay all the bills. So why the fuck is you bragging about how much money you make? It's, it don't help him. And your degree... Motherfucker, you ain't helping me with it. That's for your your satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? You being a fucking nurse or being an accountant ain't helping me unless you're working for me 
and you're not, you're doing this for your own. So why are they using these as selling points? That's what I don't understand. So you look at the list of what men want and you're ahead of the curve anyway, because most women wouldn't even take the time to find out what a man want. She's just worried about what the fuck she want. Oh, I want a nigga to be six feet tall. This nigga got to have pretty teeth. He got to be dark skinned. He got to have a dad bod or have abs or he got to he got to make 80,000 a year. He got to own his crib. He got to blah, 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 blah. And again, you're an average seven with some college credits and make $18 an hour. But you deserve the 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 top one percent of men. And you are the bottom 99 percent of women. It's nothing special about you. And I'm not saying this to, you know, degrade or demonize. I'm just saying we got to live in fucking reality. That's what I was saying. Bitches don't be living in reality. You have to understand what you are and where you are. Men as well. You know what I'm saying? Ugly niggas know they ugly. That's why they go get money. I'm ugly. Ain't no bitches checking for me. I got to get the bag. You know what I'm saying? That's why, because they know that women want safety and security, and you can do that through money. So what men want, like I said in the first time, they want we want peace. I'm already at peace. Don't come over here dumping shit on me. Find ways that I that I need to make my days better. So I have a million things to do in the day. If you can jump in and knock off a couple of these things to make to lighten my load, that's what I need. So it's no, oh, you know, no, you know, general vague little answers, no superficial answers. Oh, we, a nigga need this, a nigga need that. Every nigga is different. And we all need different things. But the number one is that support. And two is don't come over here dumping your shit on me because you think you can. We not having every fight or every argument just because you think we should. Shut the fuck up. That's what the fuck men want. What men want you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Please stop talking, sir. So, all right, good. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are some of your turnoffs? Uh, I hate stupid shit. I I hate anything that I deem as dumb. So, which is a lot of fucking things. A whole lot of things, you know, because I'm smart. So a whole lot of shit is stupid to me. And one of my turnoffs is uh. A huge turn off of mine, besides stupid shit, is when people start sentences with, I feel like. Dude, I do that a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so when people start off a sentence with, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, who gives a fuck? What are the facts? I don't give a fuck how you felt in that moment. What are the facts? And let's deal with that issue. So that's an issue for me. Uh... I'm going to tell you a reason, so and instead of just listening, turn off, I'm going to tell you a reason why I stopped, I stopped talking to a woman because of how she raised her children. I don't like her. I didn't like her as a mother. So I don't want to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that my parenting is, you know, sub, you know what I'm saying? It's super and all that. Fuck all that. But I just didn't like the way she parented. And I couldn't watch it. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to be seeing this. What was it like? It was, it was, it was some shit that I didn't agree with. So, you know, I ain't gonna put nobody business in the street. But hey, I just didn't like her style of parenting. You know what I mean? And that just, that was a turnoff for me because I might fuck around and get you pregnant. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I might get you pregnant, and you might say, I'm keeping this motherfucker, and then what? Now nah. you treat my baby like that. Exactly. Fuck that. Hell no, nah, bitch. Nah, hell no. Nah. You had to get the fuck on. So, uh, I got a lot of turnoffs because I, I because I think a lot of shit is stupid though. You know what I'm saying? So I'm 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 real different in that area. There are probably more things that you probably have more turnoffs than things that you like. Way more. Way the fuck more. I only got like four things I like. <laughs> I, I got a, a fucking million things that I that turn me off. Hell yeah. I'm glad you're self-aware. Absolutely. Um, why are you so against interracial dating in the black community? I, I don't see any benefit in it for black people, right? Uh, you go to Dearborn right down the street. You go to Dearborn, and they're not dying to intermingle with other races. They're not. They're they're self-sufficient community. They living on their motherfucking own, and they not searching for Caucasians or Asians or blacks or Hispanics. They like, nah, nigga, I'm going to tear this motherfucking little bitty house down right here, and I'm going to build a mansion on this block because I don't want to live near y'all motherfuckers. I want to stay around people that look like me. And there's wisdom in that. You know, you go to Southwest. They're not dying to integrate to any other neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? We're the only ones who, you know, think the the white man's ice is colder. So we want to, you know, go across other lines and be accepted by other communities. But it's still only, for every demographic, it's still only about 20% of the population who actually does date interracially, right? And that's all across the board. Hispanics, you know, Asians, whatever. So that's blacks included. So it's only 20% that would actually do it. But I just don't see a benefit in it, right? So... Uh, you you accumulate well, because one you have to understand what marriage is. Marriage is uh, it's not about love. It's not about the relationship. It's about legally turning two people into one. You're turning two entities into one entity, right? So when you do that, you're combining wealth. Well, if you combine wealth with a motherfucker that's not from your community, and you die, your wealth leaves this community. You know what I'm saying, Michael Jordan? So you you go off and you marry this Caucasian person and you die, then all your wealth just went to the, that that Caucasian person ain't about to start she ain't they ain't about to be Robin Hood and just be giving niggas your bag. No, they about to take it to their Caucasian cousins and brothers and uncles and aunts and you know sons and daughters. So that wealth is gonna leave our community. And once you, we start looking at marriage from an economical standpoint and not just this emotional dumb shit that we, this fairy tale that we believe it is, and we start looking at it as a business, then we'll understand that you're hurting your business and you're hurting your community by doing it. And again, what is the benefit? You know, it's, it's oh, my person, oh, I like them, or I love them. Well, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? You're harming your community when you do this, in my personal opinion. Hmm. I agree 200% with that. And it's so weird because black people are the only ones, like, we'll be trying to fight for interracial shit or, you know, going hard. Like, oh, she can date a white man. She can do this. Like, why? Yeah, like, I mean, they went they went crazy when uh when that girl married uh that prince dude. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the uh, what's her name, Andrea Markle or some shit? Meghan like. Markle. Meghan Markle, yeah, yeah. So they went, they went crazy, like. I seen black women all over social media going nuts about this. Like, oh my God, look, she a princess and blah, blah, blah. Like, 
what the fuck? Like, like, what did we accomplish as a, as a community? What did we accomplish? Nothing. What did we gain? You know what I mean? And I, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand the appeal because there's not any people from any other demographic happy about being with us. Right. Like, 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 when do you see Spanish people, you know, Mexicans? Running around happy that they daughter with a black man, all on social media with it. Look, look, she got a nigga. When did when do you see this Japanese community so happy that their son married this black woman? It don't happen. So why are we looking at this shit like it's something to admire? Like, nah, nigga, like fuck out of here. That shit whack to me. Always been whack to me. You ever dated a white girl? Uh, I had sex with a couple white chicks in college and shit. Like you know, it was a couple back in the day. But I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I, I smashed a couple. Like like we wasn't like on no relationship type shit. But yeah, I, I smashed a couple in college. Yeah. And when I was uh selling drugs in Mount Clemens, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's expected. Yeah, it, it was out there. <laughs> the ratchets, you know, with they little apple bottoms. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, it was a long time ago. What are your thoughts on women who want to be equal to men? I don't think any woman in her right mind wants to be equal to a man. <laughs> this is a great question. So equality, right? Women women don't want that, right? So uh, a chick don't want to do what the fuck men do. Chicks don't want to propose to guys. Chicks don't want to ask guys out. Chicks don't want to pay for dates the majority of the time. They don't want to change flat tires on the side of the road in the winter or in the rain. They don't want to take the trash out. They don't want to grab the Glock in the middle of the night and go check the scary noise. That's not what women want when they say they want equality. What they mean when they say that is they want to act like men but get treated like women. That's what that means. So they don't want to be equal to men. They want freedom from consequences. They want to be able to fuck a lot of niggas or fuck with a lot of niggas and still get wifed and treated like a lady. That's what they want because men can do that. A woman not turning a man down because he slept with a bunch of women. If that man asks you to marry him and you think you're gonna, you still gonna be like, no, nah, nigga, you fucked a hundred chicks. Hell no, I ain't marrying you. But a, a, a guy will deny a woman if she slept with a hundred niggas. So that's what it is. They want to be able to fuck around like men, but then still have a good outcome. That's what they mean by equality. They don't mean they don't want to be equal. Women want freedom from consequences when they say that. You think that's a bad thing? Absolutely. You don't want to be accountable for the dicks that go inside of you. Absolutely, that's a bad thing. How could it not be? So you're saying that women don't want to be accountable, or we just we just want to be able to live freely like y'all, fuck hoes and you can, but you can't. No, 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 no. You can, but there's a consequence to it for y'all that that we don't have. And y'all don't want to accept that consequence that a man don't want a woman that been passed around to a bunch of niggas. A man don't want to marry that woman. So, but and that's what women can't accept. So they'll put it under the guise of equality, but that they ain't trying to be equal. You want to fuck a hundred niggas because you like them or you think they cute or whatever, whatever. But then when the right guy comes along, you want him to take you serious, and he won't. You don't think it's women out here who done fucked a whole bunch of niggas and end up getting a, a cool, good nigga, take care of her her, her, her family? Because I know a lot of hoes. Some, sometimes, scary. yeah. Some, some, I mean, sometimes it happens. You'll find a simple-ass nigga who'll be like, I don't give a fuck. She sucked a thousand dicks. I'm still going to wipe. Yeah, it happens. But that's not the majority. 
that's a very slim minority of 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 of, of, of situations. Most niggas gonna be like, "Fuck that bitch, fuck out of here." Why would I marry you? You know what I'm saying? What am I getting besides a hundred other niggas leftovers? I feel like I know more hoes that's married than more bitches who was like trying to keep their pussy on lock and shit like that. I get it, but but see, this is the thing, right? So you know, uh, that nigga knows. Most of niggas don't know that that bitch passed. You don't know nothing about this bitch. So a chick from Joy Road, right? It could be a chick over here that's, you know, everybody done, done ran through her. She gone East Warren. Them niggas don't know her. They don't know her background. So an East Warren nigga will definitely wife her up because he don't know nothing about her. Ain't no nigga over here going to wife her. And a chick from fucking D.C. might been thotting it up. But she go to New York and she a star. Cause them New York niggas don't know her, so it, I mean it. Like I say, it happens, but the majority of women who's preaching this equality shit, that's what the fuck they mean. They means I want to fuck a hundred niggas, I want to talk to all these niggas, and then I want to pick the best one to be my man. And the best one is not looking at you after you done been with seventy seven of you know other niggas or in his you know in a city that I I I move around in this city. I know people, I be everywhere. Everybody know me. You know what I'm saying? So why the fuck would I want somebody that everybody else had? What the fuck would make my dumb ass put a ring on it after 30, 30 niggas I know had it? Fuck out of here. I want my turn just like them niggas. Get the fuck on. That is so crazy that you saying this. Why is it? That's like, that's the reality. Because I'm a, it's Because why is it like this? Why is it okay for men? <laughs> that's because you, nigga, but, but, nigga but, you. I'm like how you saying you would never be? Nigga, that's me. I'm I'm how you saying you would never be. I Double standards never. exist. Yes. I'm not saying that they don't exist. They exist. Okay. And, and we have to live in them, right? So I'm just playing the game how it go. This is this is just what it is. I didn't make the rules. I'm just playing the game. It's a difference between men and women, and y'all don't want that one specific thing to be the difference. Y'all y'all don't want that. Y'all bucking that. Well, why can't I just live free and do what the fuck I want? You can, sweetie. But it's probably not going to have a happy ending for you. Meanwhile, motherfuckers was dying to go be in a Playboy mansion with Hugh Hefner. Bitches was going crazy to be in there. And he fucked thousands of women. It's a difference. It's a difference. Now, find me, a, a, niggas wasn't dying to marry Superhead after that book came out. It's a difference. We just have to accept it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. A lot of women don't want to accept that difference. Well, why ain't it that? Well, why ain't it that? Ain't nobody saying you can't do whatever you want to do with your pussy. Just don't expect a ring after you do it. All right. So, feminism. Good or bad for black women? Oh, man. Any black woman that calls herself a feminist is fucking retarded. You got to be dumb if you call yourself a fucking feminist. Why? Because you have to look at when feminism started, and most most people who you know claim it, you know, twenty something year old who went to college had a feminist teacher, and she bought into all of this goofy white bitches ideology. But the feminist movement started in eighteen forty eight. In eighteen forty eight, what else was happening in this country? A thing called slavery. So they didn't give a fuck about your ass on that plantation, which is why we have the the famous quote: "Ain't I a woman?" when they didn't want Sojourner Truth to speak at the feminist rally because they didn't want to convolute slavery with feminism. they like, we having a problem. Feminism started because Caucasian women had a problem with Caucasian men 
right? They just didn't like they cut, right? So y'all been with these niggas since the beginning of time. You just don't like how you was treated. You don't like your end of the bargain. So you don't want to take him out of power. You just want the same power that he has, right? So, and everybody else in the world is fighting to get this motherfucker out of power. But the white woman is not fighting to get the white man out of power. She's fighting to have equal power that he has. Because it was white men that said, my mama can't vote. My daughter can't vote. My auntie, my sister, my, my, you know what I'm saying, can't vote. My nieces can't vote. It was white men that said, this bitch ain't equal to a man. Black men ain't never said nothing like that in the history of the earth. Look at it. Go back to ancient Egypt, Mali, Kemet, Kush. We ain't never put our women down. It was white men that did this. So white women got tired of it. And in the 1840s with Susan B. Anthony and all them other goofy-ass bitches, them motherfuckers went on and started their feminist movement. But they didn't give a fuck about your black slave ass. The white women, at that point in time, the black woman was, was the white woman's biggest enemy because her husband couldn't keep his hands off you, which is how all these mixed babies got on the plantation. She ain't stupid. She knew where the, what the fuck was going on. Her white-ass husband was going out there fucking them slave women. And that's why she was killing all y'all kids. So this is your biggest enemy at one point. So why would you, in, in turn, click up with this bitch? Like, she give a fuck about you. What is the black feminist issues? What are the Hispanic feminist issues? What are the Arabic women feminist issues? There are none. Feminism is white women having a problem with white men, and black women ain't got shit to do with it. Y'all should stay out of that fight. Um, so here's another question. Let's see. What lessons from your childhood have had the most impact on your worldview? Uh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> bad don't, question? No, I mean, I, it's not a bad question. It's just that I don't know. Like, shit, uh, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Had the most impact on my worldview? Nothing. Like, I'm whatever the fuck I thought as a kid, I don't think that shit no more at all. So I didn't, I don't carry nothing from when I was seven. I'm growing and learning and evolving every day. I don't want to hold on to nothing that long. I'm too old. 31 years of believing the same shit. I, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> um, do you have someone, like a most influential person in your life? Malcolm X. How so, though? Like Malcolm X changed my life. Like, And, you know, I'm not talking about the, the Denzel Spike Lee movie. Fuck the movie. Uh, I'm talking about... Because uh, I've always been a smart guy, you know what I'm saying? I've always been, uh, you know, of above average intelligence. But when I found Malcolm, I was like, oh, I got to step my fucking game up. In my opinion, he's the best human to walk the earth, personally. That's what I think. So just to watch his transition, you know, into what he came from, into what he became – and to, you know, his knowledge, his intelligence, his passion and his love for his people and his fearlessness. Right. So you got to remember, man, these were young men when they started. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, they were young men. Fred Hampton, they were young men and motherfuckers offered them the world to shut the fuck up. Ma Martin Luther King was 26 years old with a Ph.D. You know what I'm saying? He could have been a millionaire. 26-year-old, young, black, attractive man in Atlanta with a Ph.D. He's a doctor at 26 years old when they asked him to head up the civil rights movement. You don't think them white people offered him a bag to shut that shit up? Hey, man, listen, shut the fuck up. We'll give you this. We'll give you a mega church. We'll give Joel Osteen-ass nigga. 
We you just stop preaching that shit that you preaching. You don't think they offer Malcolm X a bag? Hey man, listen, come on man, just chill out with all that kill whitey shit, man, and just tone it down, and we'll take care of you, man, and we, you know, we'll put diplomat and all of that. They offered them niggas a bag, but they was like, nah, bro, it's it's bigger than that. I'm about I'm about this business right here. I'm about the business of black people. Fuck you. Fuck what you got to offer. And I'm willing to die on my side of the line. I had never seen or heard about nothing like that. So once I learned about it, I, it was like I was obsessed. And then I internalized it and it became a part of my character. So I realized that, hey, I got to stand for something. And no matter what the fuck is going on around me, no matter if the whole world is going right, if I think I'm going left, guess which way I'm going? Left. I got to stand for something. And I got to be willing to die on my side of the line. That's fearlessness. And so that's what I've taken from Malcolm. And shit, he died, what, 20-something years before I was even born. What's your thoughts on segregation? Uh, it was wonderful. Integration is the second worst thing to ever happen to black people. Uh, the, the moment we integrated was the moment we forgot that we have an open and declared enemy. And we've lost sight of a lot of things because we were able to sit on the front of other people's buses instead of owning our own. We were able to sleep in other people's hotels instead of patronizing our own. We were able to eat at some other person's restaurant instead of going to our own. And we, we just lost sight of community. We lost sight of self. And we forgot that we have an open and declared enemy ever since we came on these shores of North America. Our enemy has not wavered in what he thought about us and how he treats us. But we've forgotten. It seems to be like a shift. Uh, with black people, like, niggas are getting fed up with a lot of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll see any any major changes in our lifetime? Uh, I'm excited to see what the world is going to be like when, when, when my kids are in charge, right? So, you know, because right, right now my generation still isn't in charge. You know, you still got, you know, fucking senators and shit that's 50, 60, 70 years old, you know what I'm saying, and mayors and shit, they're all in their 50s and 60s years old, and governors and all of these policymakers, right? So we're going to take over next, because right now we're the doctors, the lawyers, the police officers, the ambulance people, you know, people in our 30s and 20s and shit. So we're going to take over next and be in those other positions, right? And then our children are going to be the doctors, the lawyers, the nurses, the ambulance people, you know what I'm saying, the store clerks and all of that shit. They're going to be that. If I'm still around when they take over that role and they're the politicians, they're the governors, they're the mayors, they're, you know, the senators and whatnot, uh, the world is going to drastically change. It's going to be drastically different because they don't have the views that many of us have. You know, so I'm I'm excited to see that world. I I hope I'm around. Gotcha. So, um, and you said you're you're excited for our kids, for your kids, to to take over things. What what are they going to do different? Like, why are they so different than us? They don't think how we think. They don't. You know, uh, they don't give a fuck about guns. They don't give a fuck about you know. So their belief system. They don't give a fuck about capitalism. They don't give a fuck about who marries who, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, their views are totally different, you know what I'm saying? You got motherfuckers that's growing up vegan, growing up doing yoga, growing up going to therapy, 
So that world is just totally fucking different. You got motherfuckers growing up with Malcolm X on a wall. You know what I'm saying? And not looking up to fucking George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and all these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So you got a whole different ideology. And when that comes to policy, it's going to influence how y'all do shit. And they're going to see, they're going to be able to look back at all the mistakes that we've made. And they're going to be like, no, we ain't going to fuck the world up like them. Because look at global warming. We're fucking the earth up. And they care about the earth. So it's going to be a total paradigm shift, I believe. Pretty good questions, man. Dope questions. I liked it. Uh, We're going to end it there. So where can people find you? Shout out your social media. People can find me on Instagram, Detroit underscore alchemy. That's A-L-C-H-E-M-Y. That's it? That's it. <laughs> That's it. All right, Detroit oh, alchemy, man. Y'all hit her up. She got all type of spiritual projects products go look at her page check her out check out her website uh before i get out of here i want to give it up one more time to my gracious benefactor and the sponsor of this episode my dog Teresa brooks at t nails nail salon that's t-n-a-i-l-z-z nail salon located in taylor michigan 23600 eureka road off telegraph suite 24 book appointments at tnails.square.site or call her personally at 313 313- Seven four two nine two seven zero. Uh, yeah, that's it. We out of here. Peace. Said they was down for me, switched up. They was looking down on me. Now I'm up. Wish you would've stuck with me. Now you stuck. Cause somebody else hating every time I look up. Can't keep me down. Can't keep me. Down.